Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious! Hello and welcome to issue 168 of Marvelicious Toys. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie. And this is Justin. And we are back after a missed episode cycle. I apologize. I had a family member seriously ill, but we are so happy to be back because the countdown is on to San Diego Comic-Con. It's less than three weeks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exclusives are starting to dribble in. Are you getting your feet ready, Justin? Yeah, I'm getting some socks packed and, you know, getting the Dr. Scholl's inserts ready to roll. Yeah, I know. My feet are kind of like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> it's usually my calves that are done by the end of the con. Mine's my feet from standing in line yeah. after line after line. Standing is a lot harder than walking, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Agreed. The news of exclusives is continuing. I mean, a month ago, we were talking about some of the exclusives that were put up at Entertainment Earth. And we even talked about one of the Hasbro sets, the what I'm just calling the Cosmic Five Pack for the three and three quarter inch legends versus the six inch legends. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good moniker. Probably not too far off from what it might officially be titled when we finally do see an official response on this. Yeah, I thought they either would go with something cosmic or possibly something with nowhere, since that's where the collector was in Guardians. And I think what we're getting here is basically the collector and a whole bunch of his prizes. But I actually, as I mentioned on the last show, ordered this from China. It had Howard the Duck. I just couldn't wait for Comic-Con. It did come loose in the best one-gallon baggie available. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a one gallon baggie that's not a standard size that's like bigger than a quart but not a gallon keep in mind their metric true so i don't know what it is then two pint three pint <laughs> maybe it's a loony but <laughs> <laughs> we have these in hand so we can actually review a comic-con exclusive a month before comic-con so just which of these five figures we've got lockjaw cosmo howard Moonboy, and the collector which one of these are you most excited for from a strictly figure standpoint, probably Moon Boy, because I'm kind of interested in in a completely new sculpt here. Over the last few years, we've been getting a lot of, well, over the entire course of Marvel Universe, we've gotten a lot of repaints and accessorized bodies over the same buck. So I'm, I'm excited to see something completely new sculpted with articulation. Well, articulation is what you make of it. <laughs> <laughs> He does have very well-articulated hips, 
and he has swivel ankles and ankle rockers, strangely. You can rotate the wrists, and then he's got shoulders and neck, but no elbows, no knees, no waist. Yeah, sounds a lot like that puck we were talking about when we first saw this. Oh, and he's flocked. He is flocked. That is the trade-off here. Remember the panther from He-Man in the 80s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what he feels like. Nice. So don't mess around with him too much because he'll end up having bald spots like like the panther. I, I can't pet him. And the one I got does have a minor bald spot, like just a dot where he's not flocked on the arm. <laughs> not flocked. But that makes this figure so incredibly awesome. I mean, he's got ripped abs and pecs, but it's all flocked over, so it really gives him a furry appearance. He has got amazingly large thigh muscles, too. This whole thing, especially the face, has given me a like a Land of the Lost Chaka type of feel. Yes, Absolutely. It also looks a little bit like a Wolverine head that they just took a shrink ray to. Overly happy Wolverine. Well, if it was bigger, it might be toothy, you know, like fangs. <laughs> but he does have full articulation in the arms, you know, swivel and rotate. And the thighs, there's, you know, the good joints are there, but there's just not a lot of joints there. But the flocking makes him much better than I ever expected him to be. That is impressive. I, I guess I had no idea that, or didn't even have an inkling that they were going to be flocking this. So that's that almost legitimizes this set. We could go through this whole set still not knowing for sure if this is from Hasbro and legit or not. But I think the fact that there's flocking on here kind of seals the deal. I'm 99.9% sure this is legit. And I'll save the collector for last, but he's the reason. I mean, this is a standard... Marvel three and three quarter inch buck we got going on here. Could somebody have taken that, repainted it, mass produced it, and created their own head? Well, sure, they could have. What are the odds of that really happening? It's very different than a different color Deadpool. Yeah. What What is happening to our hobby that we have to look out for fake toys? After the play art sky, my eyes have been opened. So going through the rest of these figures, my one that... All right, I've already bought four of him so far, counting the one in the full set <laughs> and counting, because for some reason, people are breaking this apart. I paid 100 for all five figures, but now the collector alone is selling for 60 Wow. Huh. Whereas Cosmo and Howard, for some reason, are paired up, and you can get the pair for like fifteen fifty shipped. Oh, wow. And so I've just been picking up a few of these. You have an army of Howards. Yes, I'm going to have an army of two-inch, non-articulated little plastic PVC statues. <sighs> but nicely detailed ones of this portly little duck in his three-piece red He's suit. He's got the old man belly. Yeah. It's cute. There's some great sculpting going on there. I love the paint they did on him, the little brim on his hat, the red of his eyes, the detail of his outfit but man do i wish i could put his arm down <laughs> yeah his little tail feather too kind of worries me oh yeah just kind of sticking out the butt there Mm-hmm. well that's what tail feathers do what seeing how this is probably i keep i keep caveating this a comic-con exclusive would have been neat to actually give him a cigar to chomp on right yeah but joe quesada won't allow cigars anywhere ever why aren't cigars allowed? <laughs> Smoking. 
Well, it's not really smoking. It's just chewing. Smoking's bad, you know? Okay. <laughs> Give him a bubblegum cigar and let the rest of us paint it brown. I still have the bubblegum cigars from the first Howard the Duck movie, the candy that they sold. Gross. I'm not eating them. <laughs> but hey, it's a Howard the Duck in three and three quarter inch scale. I guess he's asking for a tip. Yeah. The worst part is because he's not articulated, he's really hard to stand. And I find myself just kind of forcing to bend the rubbery plastic on his toes because he keeps wanting to fall back. So I keep trying to bend his ankles a little bit. Does he have a peg hole? No. Oh. I guess it's kind of hard with duck feet, huh? Well, they could have just slapped one on there somewhere. I mean, it comes to a point on the bottom of those feet, so. Yeah, it's just like the toes are bent a little too far forward, so he wants to fall back. Joining him in the detailed but not at all articulated club (laughs) is Cosmo the Space Dog. But he's super cute. I love him. He's like in motion. He's a little walking with his little spacesuit. He doesn't, well, I guess he does stand. I'm just kind of worried he's going to fall. He reminds me of those toys you find at the dollar store that are just in a bin and people want a giraffe or a dinosaur or a dog and there's no articulation, whatever. Yeah, if he didn't have a spacesuit on, we just got a dollar store toy. (laughs) But I like how his spacesuit doesn't cover his tails or his feet because apparently that's totally safe in space for dogs. I do like the amount of detail and, you know, sculpting they put into this this space outfit. Yeah, it's quilted like. It's got little dimples all over it. It's really I was very nervous that I was going to just see dog hair painted white. But there's <laughs> some padding on the back and Yeah, it's pretty neat. It almost looks like a paper towel up close. <laughs> a bounty paper towel? <laughs> it's the quicker picker upper. And they did do a couple of paint apps. There's a blue wash over the white outfit. There's a CCCP painted in red with a silver background. He's got the red collar, blue eyes, black nose. So they didn't cheap out on the paint apps. You just can't move a thing on him. And he's also a little tricky to stand. I'm trying to remember when we first saw this. In my mind, he had a little clear helmet. Am I the only one or is that... Do you guys remember that too? Well, that was like his space helmet. Yeah. I never saw a photo of it with the space helmet because the photos we looked at were from the eBay auction I bought. Ah, maybe I just assumed it. And as I got all of these accessories, I'm pretty sure that that's just not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Then the third figure, which I, there's definitely a little articulation here, is Lockjaw. And he is... Huge. He is. At first, when I opened the package, I thought you had bought a horse. <laughs> oh, and his mouth is articulated. Yes, he's locked jaw. His jaw opens and shuts. Now, it does not stay shut, but you can push it shut, and then when you remove your finger, it falls open again. So you can oh. make him talk. Hello, Arnie. <laughs> he's even got that gross dog mouth where the, the pink of his lip meets the black of his outer lip. I know, I couldn't believe they painted that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Too much detail, Hasbro, too much detail. At least there's no red rocket. But there is a little bump down here. Oh, his testicles. (laughs) Now, I did get this, you know, straight from China, so I don't know if the final production version will be like this, but there are some weird paint splotches on his belly. Mm. But he does have, I don't know if it's supposed to be, but one leg is articulated in so far as I can move it like an eighth of an inch. Mm. I can wiggle it. Well, I'm guessing that's just, you know, the seams of how they put this together. I don't think it's supposed to be articulated. I think it's just the puzzle piece that went there. (laughs) 
Yeah, but he's got a really good paint app. I mean, you mentioned the gums, but there's a nice black wash over the brown of the body. Once you get, like, below the haunches, there's not a whole lot going on. But in the face, with the eyes, there's whites of the eyes, then blue eyes, then the pupils, and a blue to white on the horns of his head. But... Somebody asked if he could be to scale with Legend. I know he's supposed to be a giant dog, but I have him standing next to, like, Namor. He comes up to Namor's waist. Well, that's about as big as, like, a St. Bernard would be. Yeah, so depending on scale, and as we've talked about, they always draw him different scales. But in three and three-quarter inch, he is pretty much as tall as the Collector. Yeah, I mean, it's up to everybody to decide what scale they'll allow in their own collection. But I could see it going either way, being good for three and three-quarter inch or even a six-inch. And his mouth is big enough you can really shove a finger in there oh my god arnie or a duck no howard's hat is too big oh he comes with some doggy toys well i did have to do some research thanks to one of our facebook page members they told me what all this is we have three little accessories from the collector's collection although i still think all of this is from the collector's collection We have this little green rubber thing that honestly feels kind of foamy, but they did a nice job of imprinting like a circuit pattern on it or something, I guess. But that is the Zodiac key. Okay, it does look like the shape of a Zodiac. This feels like it's the prototype for it, though, or like a non-production. Like it would be what you make the mold out of, you know what I mean? I've thought that about a lot of Hasbro's weapons recently. Oh, okay. Just a more soft, pliable type of plastic? Yeah, virtually foam. Uh, So yeah, it could be a chew toy. (laughs) The other one definitely looks like a dog chew toy. It's got a middle part, and it almost looks like a bone. That is the wand of Wutum. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a wand. It's not a wand of anything. It might be a blunt object of Wutum. It's like a little barbell (laughs) for Howard or something. There you go. It's a barbell with horns. Oh, and there's little faces on it. On the circles. Yeah, like strong bed. And this third thing, I was sad it doesn't open, but I, having just over on Star Wars Action News reviewed the Takodana four pack that comes with the little chest, I thought this little chest might open. It does not, but it is made of a nice solid plastic versus that thing's rubber. This is the casket of eternal winter. So they put winter in here? I'm confused. If you open it, I guess the gopher sees a shadow. Got it. Well, it's a good thing this doesn't open then, huh? For such a little piece, though, I am impressed with the amount of detail they put in here. They've got like an organic, like lattice type of effect that almost seems to show through to another layer behind it and little skulls of some sort on the edges. Yeah, and a little skull clasp. That's why I thought it might open is it has a clasp. Well, if you open it, it will be an eternal winter. So yeah, let's not open this. Maybe it's the solution to global warming. (laughs) And then finally, we get to the only actual figure in the thing. I mean, I suppose Moon Boy is kind of a figure, the way Rocket Raccoon is a figure on a three and three quarter inch card. But we get to the Collector, and he is a well-articulated body with ankle rockers and everything. And I ask, do we need a super-articulated Collector? (laughs) Right. Of all the figures to articulate. (laughs) How else are you going to go? I just did the collector's little hand motion there. Nice. You just didn't (laughs) see it because, you know, internet and all. No, I'm glad to see them using this good. I want to say this is Marvel Universe 
body. We didn't get anything this great in the Infinite's line with the double hinge knees, but uh, now I'm looking at his arms. Those are Infinite Series arms with the single hinged elbow, no bicep articulation. Yeah, he's got just enough articulation to make it a pain to stand him. I'll put it that way, because the joints are all over the place, and he came shipped to me in a baggie for crying out loud. He looked like he was doing yoga stretches when I took him out. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm seeing here is pieces and parts that could make up a three and three quarter inch Doctor Strange in the future. That's funny because when I opened it, Arnie told me he's looking for this collector figure and I'd opened some of his boxes yesterday. I'm like, I didn't see the collector figure. And then all of a sudden he said something. I'm like, he says something about a dog. I'm like, oh, wait, I thought there was a horse, which was Lockjaw. And I said, it came with Doctor Strange. <laughs> and I thought that was Doctor Strange. I mean, other than the hair, but maybe it was the later years, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I think you'd probably change out the cape because the collector has this very specific cape and belt. But yeah, with a different caped head and belt, yeah, you got Doctor Strange. It was his cape that made me think that with the high collar and stuff like that. Perhaps, but I think Doctor Strange usually has a more shoulderific cape. Oh yeah, coming over the front a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Shoulderific. Yeah, so it looks like we don't even get any lower arm articulation, no wrists, because it's all just one big glove. Yeah. That ends up going directly into the elbow. The head sculpt on him's nice though. He Looks very much like creepy old man. I mean, with the wispy hair and everything. He has tremendous hair. There's tremendous hair sculpt on that figure. Yeah, there's some hair putty going on to get these little tips. Yeah, he's he's got cool guy tips, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has to be in the sculpt because there's not a whole lot going on in the paint department here. I mean, you've got, looks like it's cast in white plastic, then with a the flesh color for the face, and then a little bit of black for his mascara. Or raccoon eyes. He does not have a good primer. Almost looks like he needs another coat of paint to give like some lip definition or some cheek definition. Yeah, you're right. That's the thing about him. He has no lips. But then again, when you get old, your lip color kind of does fade. (laughs) Stop making excuses for the collector. (laughs) All in all, I'm very excited for the characters in this set. Howard, Cosmo, Collector, Lockjaw... I'll be honest, I wasn't that familiar with Moon Boy. But all the rest of it's very exciting. And damn, somebody did their research to figure out what accessories to include here. Because these are deep. But it's easy to get excited about the characters they chose. Because you'll never see these on a regular peg. You just wish, like, if they were going to make one Howard and one Cosmo. They'd have given us something in the way of articulation but it is like you said in the previous show justin just a lot like that deadpool taco truck yep and a lot like that deadpool taco truck this set feels like it's missing one additional regular size figure whatever that would be just to round it out because right now it feels like one figure and a bunch of kitty toys even though they're cool characters and well done it just i feel like one more figure would put this over the top and make it a great set yeah, Moonboy straddles that line, though. He's really a second figure there. True. I think what I would really want out of this, though, I mean, I've already bought it, and I've bought several Howards, and congratulations to our current Podbean backer of Stoof, a Cosmos coming your way well before the con. <laughs> <laughs> Stoof paying off. But I want to see packaging as cool 
as the taco truck. Like, I want to see all of these things in cages behind the collector or something. I want to see something that I do not want to ever open. Yeah, that's that's really what I'm hoping for, too, because there's not a whole lot of enticement for me to pop this out of a package and mess around with it since not much of it moves. So I'm really hoping that the packaging is what makes this thing really sparkle. And hopefully we'll have some confirmation about this in the next day or so, maybe even before the show is out, I'd hope, but I'm not holding my breath on that. (laughs) That said, as far as their next exclusive goes, they've for years had the three and three quarter inch exclusive and the Legends exclusive. Well, a Facebook group posted some photos of what is supposedly the Marvel 6-inch Legends set. And there's even, like, a Hasbro case that if that's a Photoshop job, kudos to them. It is all pretty low-res, so I wouldn't I wouldn't go too far patting somebody on the back over a Photoshop job if this is a fake. But it's a nice touch either way. You know, if, if it's somebody setting out to prove that it's a real thing, this is the way to do it. If it's somebody trying to fool us, this is an even better way to do it. But this set is the strangest set <laughs> of figures I have ever seen them do. It is literally the, we're going to throw some figures in a box set. Uh, I got to tell you straight up, I'm not super excited about this. I mean, let's let's look at what, what we're seeing here. Looks like we have Abomination, but we can't be certain because we don't have a full shot of it. It's basically just the left side of a big green guy with, with a claw. But since Abomination is the current Build-A-Figure and he has a claw and that arm matches, it's at least Abomination parts. Yes. I, I would hope that it's not the exact same thing as the upcoming Abomination Build-A-Figure. That would just be strange to do so close together. Then it looks like we're getting a six-inch version of Enchantress, which we've seen before in the, the comic packs a few years ago. She came with a, a comic-accurate Thor from a Secret Wars. Now, that was the three yeah three and three-quarter. Here she's six-inch, and I can tell, even in a low-res photo, what they've done is a great reuse of the Scarlet Witch body there. Oh, yeah, nice. And they've given her Scarlet Witch's hex effects, too. So basically, it's a head-swap repaint Scarlet Witch. <laughs> and I'm not even so sure about the head-swap. It could just be they repainted, because it looks like she's got kind of the same Tierra thing going on in green. Yeah, these, these pictures are really low-res and grainy, but yeah, I wouldn't want to make definitive calls on parts just yet but your instincts seem to be right on track there the third one's a character i'm not very familiar with maybe you are justin dread knight yeah not so much i'm not entirely (laughs) sure who that is but he looks like he's uh wearing a lot of classic uh hawkeye stuff dread knight's an iron man villain worked for dr doom for a while so yeah he has a lot to do with the abomination. So far, the theme I'm seeing is supervillains. Hulk's villain abomination, Thor's villain enchantress, Iron Man's villain Dread Knight. So why is Spider-Man in here? (laughs) Because, first of all, what Spider-Man haven't we gotten lately? They just had another wave with two more Spider-Mans. Miles Morales and Ultimate Peter Parker Spider-Man. We've had Pizza Spidey, which I did see some people getting excited, thinking this is the Pizza Spidey mold and a way to hey, get that back out there. Slow down a minute. Bitching about too many Spider-Men is my job. You're <laughs> supposed to defend the fact that Spider-Man keeps coming out. <laughs> but not in a San Diego Comic-Con pack. The only cool thing is in this low-res photo, he's wall crawling. So if you never want to open it, 
it's a nice display way of doing him, whereas the rest literally look like they're almost in the Hall of Armor. Yeah, or a subway or a laboratory or some sort. I'm not entirely sure what's going on here. I mean, yeah, it's a neat way to package him, but am I excited about another Spider-Man? No. The next figure, though, is the one that actually has me the most excited. A complete reuse of the chameleon body to give us Purple Man. Now, this one actually makes sense. I mean, the villain of the Jessica Jones TV series, this feels like something Hasbro would probably want to try to build on the hype of, and a very easy reuse of parts they already have. Yeah, I mean, once again, too blurry to see if they're reusing a head or if they're getting a new head sculpt. But yeah, the more they use this non-superhero body with the suit and tie, the better. You know, now you have more options. You can pop those hands off and the head off. His neck might be a little purple, but you're starting to get a nice little wardrobe for your IBM army. Yeah, except for the fact that this figure is probably going to cost you 60 loose because he's Comic-Con. Well, it's a red shirt. You don't want to wear that every day. It's a special shirt. And then you've still got a purple neck. <laughs> and then the last figure, another villain. I mean, we got all villains but Spider-Man. Maybe this is like chameleon as Spider-Man. There was that issue. Maybe that's the whole thing is it's a villain dressed as Spider-Man. But the last figure here is a Sandman in sand colors, which just screams, hey, we're going to get a Sandman Legends pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes indeed and it's been a few years since we've gotten sandman and this one looks to be kind of straddling that line between the movie version and the comic version which is you know that's fine by me i kind of dig that look the less i think of thomas hayden church the better lowell mather how can you not like lowell mather i just don't like that yeah movie. that was a, yeah. with the I jazz like hands <laughs> i like him i just didn't like him in that movie yeah so yeah here's what appears to be our second San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. And I'm not freaking out over it. Maybe when we find out who this Abomination-esque figure is, that might change my amount of excitement over it. But right now, I'm, I'm kind of lukewarm. I'm just thinking, if they're going to just throw a bunch of random figures in a box, where's my Phoenix 5 Cyclops? Right? Where's my Jim Lee Rogue? Yeah, one year, just take all those figures you've shown before and haven't been able to put in a wave somewhere and just slap them in a box like this. Maybe this is the gates opening on that, where it's like, none of this really makes too much sense, but they're in a cool box. Here you go. Remember the early years of Marvelicious Toys, though, and the Comic-Con exclusives? They didn't even have box sets that were hard to ship home. Remember when, like, they had four different three and three quarter inch figures buy one buy all four you choose how many you want oh yeah <laughs> remember the very first exclusive was the return of marvel legends and it was thor in that hammer ah, yes that was the first for us but yeah i mean they had some before then i remember picking up from when we just did this show the fing fang foom box set from comic-con with all those hulk figures oh yeah was that a Comic-Con exclusive? I think that was just something you could buy at Comic-Con, but that, that set was at retail. The figures were, but if you got the special box, that was the Comic-Con exclusive. <laughs> there was also a San Diego Comic-Con Stan Lee legend from Hasbro, and a San Diego Comic-Con She-Hulk legend at Hasbro, from the early, early days of them having the license. Before our time. Yes. Back when you were still building Nemesis. <laughs> but... That's Hasbro's 
exclusives, tons of others coming out. Marjorie found me one. I am probably going to regret this because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to sell some eggs. (laughs) And you don't mean your father's chickens. No, no, no. Beast Kingdom, who I love the egg attacks. I think they're fun. They've got a good sculpt on them. They do funky things with them. I kind of like them. They're going to have a Hulkbuster as a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Awesome. Okay, but you know, it's kind of a year after the movie. I mean, you're really going to have to be super freaking special. Well, I'm pro Hulkbuster. I mean, the Hot Toys Hulkbuster has been delayed over a year now. It's coming out in May of 17, two years after the movie. So I'm still Hulkbuster hyped. Yeah, well, this one's 24 karat gold plated. All right. I know you guys are like, excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, uh, 24 karat gold Hulkbuster? Sign me up. Yeah, so can I sell plasma at Comic-Con? You won't need to. It's only 350 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. That's not... I guess gold doesn't have any value anymore, huh? It does. It's not like the euro. Gold is still worth something. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not like the British pound. Gold is still worth something. We love <laughs> our Brits. <laughs> Remember Thanks, that. Thanks, Glenn Beck. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the key. What this is, is really small. It's an earphone pluggy. <gasps> what? And Justin, you... I, there was a period where I was like uber Iron Man hyped and I started buying all these Iron Man pluggies. And I think I even sent you one that has like the flame legs that match your tattoos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what this is, only it's Hulkbuster. So we're only looking at a couple inches of Hulkbuster here. We're not looking at like a <laughs> Hot Toy six scale Hulkbuster. Sorry. I want more than a few inches of Hulkbuster. <laughs> and being gold plated and then being a thing that you're supposed to like attach to your phone those two things do not go together you're not gonna do that right <laughs> this is not intended to be that what they did is they released a hulkbuster pluggy and now they're just putting him out as a comic-con exclusive plated in 24 karat gold i'm not sure that he has the jack or anything that the smaller one had what he comes in is a nice little display case with an acrylic top so he doesn't get all dusty all right I'm not sure who this is aimed at. Unless Me? this is hitting. Is this really hitting a sweet spot with you? It's just because it's Hulkbuster that it's hitting them. It's Hulkbuster. It's blingy. It's gold. When the apocalypse comes, I can melt it down and it will be one of the collectibles that really has value. <laughs> you can melt it down and have a mess of plastic mixed with gold. <laughs> <laughs> but then I smelt it. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Okay, I, I could see this being kind of an impulse, like, haha, look at this, buy it, maybe 50 to 75 bucks. This it's a, a con exclusive, even 100 bucks. But it's 24 karat gold. You're not going to get 24 karat gold for $100. 124 gold plated. It's not solid gold. If it was solid gold, then yeah, then we're talking big bucks. But the gold plating, you're talking maybe, if you did smelt this down, maybe the size of a nickel of actual gold on there. Arnie don't care, Justin? Actually, I do. I'm joking about being for certain on this, but I am going to Beast Kingdom to pick up a Star Wars exclusive for a friend. I will be in the line. Is this friend named Arnie? No, my friend's named Daryl, who's one of our video editors. What do they have over there? A a platinum-plated Darth Vader? Electro-plated Sand Trooper and Storm Trooper, gold and silver. All right. So I don't know if I'm going to get this or not. 
really, San Diego Comic-Con, it's one of those, it's like going to a buffet. You get there and you're like, oh my God, look at all this I'm going to have. And then pretty soon, instead of your stomach being full, your wallet's empty. And it's like, oh, I can't buy another thing. So this is on the certainly maybe pile. It does feel, though, like it has a collectability to it. Like an, an exclusivity that goes beyond a Hasbro figure set, right? Sure. I can see that. Only if the package is like super cool and collectible. That's going to be a lot of it is seeing it at the con. Beast Kingdom had the best booth last year. I mean, they had the rotating sculpture. They had the quarter scale Hulkbuster that armor opened up on its own. Good display is going to get my credit card out every time. Yep. And the fact that this comes with an acrylic case, I think they're already well on to knowing who this is for. I just here's my prediction is I don't know if you're seeing this correctly. Are you seeing this as it's fully gold and shiny or are you seeing the gold colored plastic with the gold plating only in certain parts here? I'm assuming the whole thing is gold plated head to toe. That's what I was afraid of. If you look at it closely, it's a gold plastic piece with only areas of shiny gold air parts. And I think once you see that in person, it's not going to be as cool looking. I see what you mean now, Justin. There's some matte plasticky parts. A lot of matte plasticky parts. Yeah. For $350, there should not be matte plasticky parts. Yeah, if it was gold head to toe, then you're looking at something that's almost like an idol. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of it as. But if you look at like if you look at the back shot where you can see it really clearly are his like I don't know, I guess I call them the goalie pads on his forearms. And then the back of his knees are really noticeable in that shot. Yeah. Well, I need to see it in person, but you guys may have saved me this. That was the one thing holding me back is I'm like 350. That's like two hot toys. And this is very tiny. Yeah. Well, we'll be sure to try to get some pictures to show what this actually looks like when we get there. Because I can see how people can look at this right away and think, oh, yeah, it's solid gold all the way from head to toe. But upon closer inspection, I'm seeing it for what it really is. They may have blinded me with sparkle like I'm a raccoon. (laughs) Now, of course, the nightmare, worse than Hasbro to get at San Diego Comic-Con, I swear to God, is Funko. Yep. And they have released, as of this recording, eight waves of exclusives for the con. And I don't believe they're done. Waves? Waves. They have done eight so far. They're teasing more next week, specifically Star Wars. Oh, boy. Yeah, eight waves. There's a Stan Lee Dorbs that I just need, though. I I need that Stan Lee Dorbs. (laughs) It's not even Marvel. It's just Stan Lee. There's two Deadpools. There's Cowboy Deadpool. And there's Black and White Deadpool. See, I might go for those just to kind of complete the Deadpool craziness from this year. Really? You're, are you going to fight the lines, or are you going to pay the 60 to 80 to 100 on eBay? Well, hold up now, Tiger. These are going to be available at Barnes & Noble, FYE, and GameStop the week of Comic-Con. Some are. Some are. So, I would say, and they're going to announce which one's Wednesday. So Preview we, night. Yes. So, we may be frantically ordering come midnight in our hotel rooms. Oh, boy. I know. Funko, like, makes me need a Xanax. Like, three of them. They're also doing a three-pack of X-Men Dorbs, which are awesome, with Iceman and Wolverine and... 
Colossus. <laughs> Did you guys notice anything missing from the lineup? I haven't seen any of the big rubbery Safubis. The Hakaris are not on there, so rumor is is that line is dead. I wonder why when these eighty dollar toys are on sale for ten to twenty everywhere I look. <laughs> of course, only the ones I already bought at eighty. <sighs> What's funny is I, I love the dorbs. I think they're cute. I love especially the evil ones and how they make evil things look super adorable. But rumor is that those are going to also go away because they're not popular. The dorbs? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Well, I guess I desperately need the Chef Deadpool dorbs then because it may be one of the last. I don't know if that's actually true, but that's, you know, how people have rumors. Yeah, well, there's been that rumor about Pops themselves for years, and yet they keep jumping on every bandwagon around. Mm-hmm. I even really want the Scott Pilgrim pops for the con, too, but Marvels are my must-get. If I can get that box set of Scott Pilgrim, so much the better. And then there's a Green Goblin pop on a Goblin Glider. But yeah, a lot of these are going to be at various stores. For some reason, I have a feeling that Green Goblin will be Barnes & Noble, and we did have luck last year getting some at barnesandnoble.com and having them delivered. So yeah, I'll be doing some shopping on my phone at San Diego Comic-Con, and we're going to try. You ha- This year, Funko's different. You got to go to the sales pavilion, get a ticket, mm-hmm. and then if you get a ticket, you go down and buy it. We're going to try it, but... Justin, you up for a super early morning? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm already exhausted thinking about Funko. <laughs> I know. It gives me a lot of stress. How else are you going to get those Deadpools? <sighs> Hopefully somebody drops them. Right in front of me? I don't know. I don't know how you'd see them with all the people. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking one morning I'd get up and get down there by like 3 a.m. and get in line to get in and go straight to the sales pavilion and go oh, to the Oh, 3 a.m.? No, I'll just pay eBay prices. I, I need my sleep. Okay. I mean, there's only like six of them. <laughs> you know, I think a better thing to hope for is that maybe this year Funko finally buys a bigger space. Like, they've been in that little tiny double-wide booth for so many years now that they have not grown with their fandom they need that whole wall almost back there i really believe their business model is turning people away i really think that's how they get their hype if it was easy to get if they had a big booth if they made more it wouldn't be so talked about like by us for the last 15 minutes it's a very very good point it would be like oh hey we're gonna go over and get funko stuff no you're not (laughs) oh that crappy little plastic stuff yeah who needs that No, you're right. It's very much driven by the the rarity. Yeah, I mean, if they made enough of them, they'd just be monogram keychains. Hey, don't knock those. I like those. Yeah, but they're not exactly hard to get. Now, Kotobukiya, we already talked about their Artifacts Plus Emma Frost, but they announced a Comic-Con exclusive Bishoujo as they've had in the past. This one, I've heard mixed things about, but I really like it. It's a special Comic-Con Lady Deadpool with a like big shopping bag and, sadly, an out-of-date badge now because they styled it after like the like previous 10 years badges instead of the new RFID style. <coughs> yeah, poor Kodo. They finally do something specific to the con, and the con says, oh, yeah, no, we're changing it this year for the first time in 15 years. It's going to look different. Yeah, but it's still really cool. I mean, it's a neat thing for the convention. I really like it. The thing that I find really cool is you're getting a new head here, half mask up. She's holding a gyro? I I don't know. There's some weird food out in that outdoor plaza at Comic-Con, so I don't know how she eats that and fits in that outfit, though. Yeah. 
She chews it and spits it into a napkin. She's got a pockmarked Deadpool face. The regular one did not have the marks on the face. They went very pretty for that. But all of these parts are interchangeable with the main Lady Deadpool statue. So if you get this, you just have more parts to customize your display with. Yeah, this is a neat piece. I'm going to consider picking it up. I do like the the con-specific swag they gave her. I think it makes a nice souvenir. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's a souvenir. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we all have Comic-Con memories, and I think this is a really great thing. The one thing I did notice is that her feet were not bloody stumps. This is day one of Comic-Con. Got it. She's still smiling, too. That's true, yeah. (laughs) She's making a rookie mistake. She's eating food from that that back wall vendor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The one where the ketchup is right next to the trash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the Artifacts Plus exclusives at Entertainment Earth and Entertainment Earth, they got some more exclusives they've announced. Now, we saw these at Toy Fair and we had to bite our lip. It's been, what, five months since Toy Fair? So finally, I can stop bleeding and say, what the hell is with these chair capes? <laughs> oh, yeah, we had to bite our lips. We had, to, we had to, like, zip our lips. We couldn't say anything about them. Right. We knew about them. They were coming up as exclusives for Comic-Con. We were sworn to secrecy. And now I can say, WTFingF. What the fudge? They didn't want people talking about them while they were still in the manufacturing process, knowing nobody wanted wanted to get past the point of no return before they had a bunch of these. (laughs) I really think if you put this on your chair at work, I would just have to go over and like smack you around a little bit. I saw a picture of these. There was some awards ceremony, like video game awards or something. And Entertainment Earth tweeted a photo because they donated hundreds of chair capes to this event. So every table had chair capes. And you know what? That looked fun. If you're doing a party or having something like that, you're having a charity event, you're hosting an award ceremony, and it's superhero themed, great. Even though Captain America never wore a cape, great. However, at $25 a piece, if you're having a Party for a hundred of your closest friends, you're spending, what, 2500 on chair capes? <sighs> There's just nothing $25 about these. <laughs> but they're going to go great for my Captain America-themed birthday party this year. Captain America never wore a cape! He didn't, you're right. At least the Vision cape makes somewhat sense, because Vision wore a cape. Does it come with an ascot? See, that would be cool. But nothing about that screams Vision so much as circuit board. Yeah. That, I mean, it might be somewhat accurate to his cape in the movie, but without that visual reference of Vision standing right next to it in the picture, I would have a hard time figuring out what that is right away. And yet, I still think the chair capes are slightly better than the pin mates. <laughs> this is where they're going back and making Fisher-Price people and painting them like Marvel superheroes. And you know what? I love nostalgia. I love Mego. I had Fisher-Price people as a kid, but these pin mates... I just don't see paying $5 for a couple inches of wood. I'd also like to point out these are $15, Arnie. Does that make it more tolerable for your few inches of wood? I'm talking about the regular ones. Yes, the giant man is $15. I mean, Justin, you could get deep into pin mates. They've got X-Force Deadpool, regular Deadpool, unmasked Deadpool. That's $15 for three little wooden Deadpools. Yeah, and those, you know, there's plenty of cutesy things out there for people to collect. And, you know, some of them catch my eye, some don't. These, like you said, have a little bit of nostalgic value with the Fisher-Price little people. But 
I don't know. If I'm there on Saturday and Sunday and feel like, man, I just really haven't bought anything this Comic-Con, maybe I'll pick up a few Deadpools. I don't feel the urge to make it happen. My God, is that like the 1 a.m. bars closing, they're turning the lights on, and that's the only woman left in the bar kind of feeling you're describing at Comic-Con? Little bit. Little bit. (laughs) You've been through every one of the secondhand vendors just can't find anything to spend that money on. You've been shut out of the ones you really wanted. You didn't get in the Hasbro line. You didn't get in the Funko line. And so you're left with this one. Yep. This There's is... like a SNL skit with Kate McKinnon about that. <laughs> a recurring skit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. These are the Kate McKinnon last chick at the bars of Comic-Con. So I misread this on this next one. And I... For some reason, put door knocker in my head, and I was kind of excited, thinking I was going to get a cool home accessory. And instead, NECA's line of head knockers are merely more like the wacky wobblers that Funko puts out, but with stranger bodies. It's almost like they're figuresque. It's like Deadpool really worked hard for that sexy, svelte body. Like, he's going to be on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. But he, but he neglected head exercises, though. I mean, his head's giant. I'm going to fat shame his head. Yeah, these are weird. They're, they're normal proportion bodies, and the normal proportion head, just the head's blown up. I don't think they're normal proportioned bodies. Look how long those legs and arms are. They're like stretched taffy bodies with then like normal but giant heads. Oh, I don't know. Cover up just the head and look at that body and it looks pretty normal. I've done that many times in my life during college. Is it a two-bagger collectible, guys? <laughs> well, at any rate, we're bo- we're all seeing this as something a little weird. And considering that it is a bobblehead, not for me. And we did talk about Mezco's. I did order that, Justin. You were like on the fence with the scaly outfit Captain America. Did you change your mind? Did you go and order him? I did not. And I'm I'm still sticking by the fact that they're going to do so many Captain Americas that I'm only going to get the one or two that I really dig. And this is probably my least favorite of the ones they've shown. He is still available a full month after going on sale. So I guess I didn't need to rush. (laughs) You know, this is the year of Captain America because his 75th birthday is the 4th of July. And there's no pictures out yet, but Comic Cave Studios, which is the company that used to be Play Imaginative where they bought the license. I'm not really sure how this all worked out. It so- Play Imaginative made four figures. Comic Cave licensed Play Imaginative's designs and marketing rights. And now Comic Cave is making their own figures. Play Imaginative... I don't think they're around anymore. We were staunchly corrected by Comic Cave Studios that it was a Comic Cave Studios Igor Armor Iron Man, not a Play Imaginative Igor Armor Iron Man. Well, they have a 75th anniversary birthday for Captain America, but they have not released any pictures of it yet. Details are forthcoming. Interesting. They, They haven't gone into the human realm in the Marvel line. Actually, they have. They had a huge thing at the Civil War premiere and had all of them on display. And they have my beloved Bucky. They have a ScarJo. There's, a, I believe, a Sharon Carter. So they do have human figures. I never really liked their Batman and Superman. Diecast Metal didn't quite work for me for humans, but... I have all the Comic Cave stuff, Play Imaginative stuff so far. You throw the word exclusive on there, I may be in. Yeah. They did Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Falcon, Bucky. Are these die cast? Yep. Black Widow, if 
Falcons got really awesome wings. But they look almost six scale. They don't look as small as the normal ones. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Well, their their Batman and Superman ones were yeah, these are one six scale or one eighth scale? One A scale. They look cool. Yeah, nice and accurate. I would get that cap. Now that I'm seeing them, I would buy that. Vision's looking pretty sweet too. I'm really liking that Falcon with the wings. <laughs> Here we are talking ourselves into the whole line. But my heart still belongs to Hot Toys, and I'm expecting there to be at least one, maybe two Hot Toys that, you know, they don't actually have them at Comic-Con anymore, at least they haven't for years, but they're these Summer Con exclusives, and I got some emails, because, alright, Justin, how would you like to take a vacation with us and we go to Shanghai? (laughs) He's not kidding. (laughs) Well, it depends on what we're going for. I know I've never been over there. Well, Hot Toys opened a flagship store in Shanghai. It's open Monday through Sunday, 10 to 10. And they have three exclusive Hot Toys MMS figures, plus also like some other exclusives at this flagship store. And the first one was a chromed gold Stormtrooper that you bought. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I got hyped by somebody sending me a hurry up, they're going to sell out fast text. Hmm, I wonder who that was. The person who's on the wait list and didn't actually get one. (laughs) Why didn't you do that? You could listen to the last week's episode of Star Wars Action News for all the details on why I didn't. I told you, but that was actually just supposed to be this Singapore thing. What they said in the email is... It is an item only available at our new store for the Asia-Pacific region. Now, I think perhaps I misread that. Maybe it's only available for the Asia-Pacific region at our new store because Sideshow sold the Stormtrooper. (laughs) It's like he threatened to kill me in public. Why would he want to kill you in public? He threatened in public to kill her. (laughs) Well, they announced two Marvel exclusives for this as well. And so I wonder if they're going to be coming to Sideshow very soon. The first is the Midas Iron Man Mark 21, but a gold chrome Midas. Ooh, that could be cool. I have photos. It's awesome. (laughs) It's like amazing. And the gold-plated Stormtrooper was not too bad at 220. If the Iron Man's that price. Is this diecast or just the regular series? regular series yeah so it could be in that area maybe closer to 250 but still not horrible (sighs) so i'm wondering if that'll come out around comic-con or before the other exclusive is very interesting you know that iron man mark 4 that they did for iron man 2 and then he became like super high priced and then they re-released him with the gantry yeah they're re-releasing him again if they go to that shanghai store Oh, interesting. So I wonder if he will be re-released on Sideshow, or if it's cheaper to go to Shanghai than to pay the eBay prices. (laughs) Well, for two of us to go, it'd be like $2,500 in airfare, because I want to go to Shanghai. Surprise! (laughs) Oh, that's a bad movie. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens now that they actually have a store, and how that affects, you know, what they do with exclusives. This this is kind of choppy waters right now we're not really sure if there are going to be things that are strictly exclusive to that retail location or they will end up being offered elsewhere if anybody listening to this is in shanghai i will pay you dearly in american things that you can't get in shanghai 
if you want to pick up some stuff for us. Twinkies, Pop-Tarts, you name it, I'll send it. Blue jeans, are those still good currency overseas? That's Russia. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they are totally over Levi's. Now they're into Jerbo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're up on the Z Cavarichis. <laughs> Multi-pleats. <laughs> and just yesterday, Gentle Giant put up their exclusives, and I was wondering what they were going to do. I was scared they were going to do... Those really awful, did you see those awful DC prototype figures that they were doing in the Jumbo line? Because, you know, like they're doing the Marvel Secret Wars, they're doing the DC superheroes from the 80s. Remember that action figure line? Yes. Well, for Comic-Con, instead of doing something like they did for Marvel where they had, you know, Deadpool, a character that never appeared in Secret Wars as a Jumbo figure, instead of doing some DC characters that didn't appear... They're doing prototype jumbo figures for Superman and Batman, which basically means they're not painted save for a logo on their chest and a cape of color. See, that to me, they, they chickened out. They didn't go full prototype. They put the logos on the chest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. And I wonder if DC forced them to or something. I would think the logo on the cape would be plenty. But if these were actual prototype replicas in the three and three quarter inch scale that's one thing but these are a foot of unpainted figure yeah i have enough trouble storing even the ones that look like the original figures let alone just unpainted versions of them so what if we didn't actually paint our figures and sold them to you at a premium yes <laughs> that's it you hit the nail on the head justin you must be a marketing genius uh. Yeah, the first shot prototype superpowers jumbo SDCC exclusives. And I was like, you know, I'm all in on Marvel jumbos, but if they do that, well, they've given me some money to save. But at least what's been announced so far, no jumbo figures this year, which means no expensive shipping. Yay! <laughs> Sorry. I'm really happy about that. And it's it's just for the card back, too, because the figure itself isn't, you know... I could throw that in a padded envelope and be done. Yeah. Arnie, would you be okay if they did the same thing that they do with Star Wars, with these exclusives, and make the cards smaller? If they were a figure that was never done in the original line, like last year's Deadpool, hells yeah. Yeah. Especially if they did, like, some variants and things like that. But it looks like what we're getting... It's going to be a pretty cheap year. I mean, Marvel has never been excessively expensive at the Gentle Giant booth, but this year, wow, really cheap. There's only one statue, no busts. They'd done, you know, in the past, a couple of busts. They'd always had, like, the little animal bust and then a couple other things. This year, in that Scotty Young's line of statues, they're doing an exclusive statue, Rocket Raccoon. And... This isn't a variant statue. This is going to be your only chance to get this statue. It's only three and a half inches tall. It's really tempting. I mean, I haven't bought any of the Scotty Young statues yet, or at least haven't gotten them in hand. I did order that Deadpool, and you put Rocket Raccoon plus the word exclusive, and I'm already there. I think I'm going to get that. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it. I'm the... uh Scotty Young's artwork is growing on me more and more every time I see it. You know, he's he's got this style that is just on the edge of cute and cool that he melds so well together. 
But yeah, I'm I'm really digging the look at this. I'm lukewarm on it. <laughs> which and you're the Rocket fan. I know, because I actually have my Rocket Raccoon tattoo planned out. I just need to get it done. I love the Rocket things. I love the Kitty Rocket. And I love sweet, cute Rocket. But this one just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. It's just maybe it's his bushy tail or his gun looks like the big air gun you buy from Think Geek. I had this reaction before though. I saw Scotty Young at a convention and it wasn't a very crowded one. I was actually able to get a commission from him, which is hard to do, and I got a racket raccoon thinking, you know, Scotty Young, nice and cutesy. And it was this hard angular, you know, you think Scotty Young, you think the baby stuff, but not all he does is babies and he in fact doesn't do the baby stuff as commission so he gave me this angular rocket raccoon with this big gun and it turned out that was before rocket raccoon issue number one had even come out like by a year so what he gave me was a rocket raccoon in the style of this whole series that he drew and now i'm like that statue will go great with that sketch cover I like this one, though. I like the comic cover he did for you. I like that. This one, I guess I'm just not feeling... I think maybe I have reached a saturation point with cute things. You see, I think the key is here, this isn't trying to be cute. It's trying to be cool. All the other Scotty Young statues are going for cute. They're the baby ones. This one isn't that. This feels very much like the the Star Wars animated line that, that General Giant used to do. That seems like the same type of style where you get like, like you were saying, the angular type of hard cuts and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's pretty nice. And I'm hoping this goes up for order for the Premier Guild members. I already ordered my Star Wars Macquarie Chewbacca bust. So I'd just love to have this just delivered to the house. In fact, it looks like Funko and Hasbro will be the only things in monogram that I have to buy at the con. I got my Kotobukiya Lady Deadpool ordered, too. And if you recall, last year, monogram was out of their stuff. It didn't show up. That's true. Yeah. No, yeah. And then also a Gentle Giant, and this is going to be real easy, they're just doing some of the micro bobbles. None of the giant jumbo figures, but one set and one individual micro bobble, and if you're not getting what those are they're the little bobbleheads that look like the secret war figures that you can only find in walgreens yes they are typically in the clearance aisle because they did not sell <laughs> right that's when that's when i became interested in them and like oh these are a dollar okay <laughs> that's when i picked up some extras yes yeah i remember you went out looking pretty hard for those when they first started showing up the worst part is i still have the full set ordered from entertainment earth which is the same ones that they sold at Walgreens, just in different packaging. Just because I want to guarantee I got the whole wave. Like, that was a problem. <laughs> but at Comic-Con, the exclusive is Spider-Gwen. All right. Makes sense, right? She's a very hot character. And yet, I'm starting to think, based upon the fact that Entertainment Earth still has that unhooded diamond statue available and things, and she's not as hard to find on pegs anymore she might be cooling down for mainstream audiences and it's looks like a pretty new sculpt it's probably a new female body since none of the micro bobbles have been females and the hood and head are certainly unique yeah and it actually kind of makes it look a little weird you know i mean these these big head mini bobblers are already kind of strange looking but you add that hood to it and it just throws the whole proportion out of whack. And the proportions are bad because her legs are also super long and she's kind of hippie. So it's kind of like she's a creeper. You know what she's reminding me of is 
is Meg the sister and family guy? Yes. Yeah. The way she's just kind of looking down and morose and mopey and the long legs and the stumpy body. Well, it could also be <laughs> Tina from Bob's Burgers if you want to go that route. <laughs> this is something I'm sure I'll pick up because I'm guessing it'll be, you know, under $10. So why not grab something like this? Because of the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. But it's also a wait and see it in person because what we're looking at here is definitely a mock-up. Like that might be an actual photograph, but the card back and everything is is faked in in Photoshop. So there might be some weird angles going on here that's messing with our, our brain as well. But the ones that I will actually probably stand in line for, if it's not incredibly daunting, is a pack of little mini Deadpool bobbler heads. That was easy for them to do because it's just slapping some paint on. Oh, yeah. They didn't even change up the costume style at all. It's the same, <laughs> nope. same costume, just different colors. Justin, you know, I'll make these all for you for just a beer or two. You know, <laughs> you don't have to stand in any line unless you want to. Honestly, this is one of those, let's see how it goes. You know, for walking by in the line seems a little doable. Then you all hop in line and grab it. But I'm not going to kill myself over getting these. It's killing me. I have to get multiples because you get a red and a gray no matter what. The black and red and the gray and black. But the third one is blind bagged. So you either get neon green or orange. Oh, I see what's going on here. It's not a four pack. It's a three pack. Uh-huh. Are these jerks going to be like limit one per customer? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, depending on the cost, I would say maybe pick up one or two. Because it looks small enough, you could easily put it in a backpack, stick it in your suitcase on the way home, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I imagine there's not going to be limit one. I'm going to see, again, if these go up for order through the Premier Guild, I'll see what the max is. It looks like it's $8, so okay. Yeah, if, if we're able to get in line and there's not a, a small limit on it, I, I could see myself dropping 36 bucks trying to grab all these. Yeah, absolutely. And these are small enough, we won't even have to ship them home. Yeah, toss them right in the backpack and forget about it. All convention exclusives should be this small, you know? I think people should go to micro bobbles and keychains and pins. Pins. Oh, Justin, you had an opinion on pins, didn't you? <laughs> he had a opinion. Because I, I got some opinions on pins as well, and I kind of feel like it needs to stop happening. Can somebody get me that Howard the Duck pin stat? <laughs> Well, we'll have to get that one, of course, because here's the rule I have for pins. Um, first of all, I guess what we're talking about is this year at Comic-Con, there's going to be an exclusive line of Scotty Young pins. And these look like to be enamel pins. Yeah, they're, they're enamel. And there's three mystery chase pins as well as a multitude of other characters. I mean, you've got Ant-Man, Black Panther. Um, I'm sorry, I have to have Winter Soldier. You know, you got your run-of-the-mill... Avengers, blah, blah, blah. I've got Deathlock. Pretty cool, right, guys? Deadpool. Dead. Well, who's not going to have a Deadpool at this point? You'd be stupid not to have a Deadpool. There is a Howard the Duck, Groot, Rocket, and then three mystery chase pins. Now, these are going to be available at the Marvel booth, which is 2329. But don't worry, you'll be able to see it by the giant sign that says Marvel. Yeah, you can't miss it. Yeah, this is the same thing they did last year with these pins, the trading and whatnot, and I skipped all of them last year. This year, if I have to eBay Howard the Duck, I have to eBay Howard the Duck, but this may be my only reason to brave the Marvel shop. Although they usually have a t-shirt or... Yeah, and at C2E2, their line was, we just walked right up. 
if you recall. Yeah, but they didn't do the pins. Last year, those pins were crazy at yeah. the con. Pin collectors, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I dig Scotty Young's artwork. And if these were all together on a poster or something like that, I would probably pick it up. But I've, I've never been into pins. I just feel like they're asking people to go crazy over something that at the end of the day is just a pin. And I know, I know. We collect toys and plastic and stuff like that. I just never caught the pin bug, so I won't judge anybody too harshly for doing it, but the appeal just isn't there for me. Ditto. If I'm going to chase after something, it's not going to be a pin, except for that Howard the Duck pin. But then I could just go to eBay for one and pay like an exorbitant amount for one pin. It's when you need the whole set and you're paying on eBay that it really... And they're blind boxed at the convention. So how many do you want to buy? Do you want some for trade bait? Yeah, that's when you need the anal tampon. <laughs> And keep following us on Facebook and Twitter for all the San Diego Comic-Con news. I would expect before our next show, Hasbro confirmations and anything else we hear. Maybe Mattel with some Matchbox cars. But meanwhile, for people who aren't going to San Diego, the things you're buying in... The Spectacular Store Report. No sooner than reports start showing up that people are finding the Walgreens exclusive Namor around their particular areas i decided oh, it might be time to hit walgreens and i i only had to go to two or three before finding a whole stack of them so i i was able to pick up a couple of those just the other day i have been to six different walgreens in four different cities in illinois and have yet to find a single name more <sighs> i think one thing we've learned from these walgreens exclusives is don't freak out and don't overdo it because walgreens is one of those stores like Target, where I feel like I go in and I have incidental purchases. So <laughs> yeah. you're going to spend a bunch of money just walking around before you find these. I did buy an entire case of the Arizona tea half and half that Arnie likes, the Arnold Palmers. They had them on sale, so I ended up with a whole case of those. <laughs> and the last one I was in, the lady looked at me. She's like, are you having a party? I'm like, no, no, my husband just really likes these and they're on sale. She's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Now, I get the feeling that these are going to be pretty easy to find throughout the summer. But see, having done this, they are so hit or miss anymore in our Walgreens. Like, some of our Walgreens never, ever, ever got the last wave of the Funko Pops. But then this wave, with the Star Wars stuff, we're drowning them in our Walgreens. And finding some of the exclusive six-inch Legends figures in the past has proven really difficult and then all of a sudden like they'll just like vomit all over the town and then they don't last so i don't know i'm not confident but the good news is walgreens is going to move to putting their exclusives online yeah that is good news and you're right though justin because i found the spider gwen pop after being certain i would never find it i found three at the busiest walgreens the one where you'll never find exclusives i found three spider gwens so it's like Okay, either Spider-Gwen isn't as popular as Twitter and Tumblr make me believe, or they're just shipping her plentifully. Or just it's regional, where if you guys haven't seen Namor, I have yet to see Spider-Gwen. So maybe it's just the way they they distribute things at certain times. And Justin, you were cool enough to actually send us one of them because we've had no luck finding Namor in stores, so we each have one in hand. It always hits in summertime because I feel like Every time it gets to be around 4th of July and really hot out is about the time of year I'm driving from Walgreens to Walgreens to Walgreens. And it was nice to get it out of the way early this year. And especially for such a water-themed character too, right? 
Yeah, you'd think that he would be with the pool stuff, too, but nope. <laughs> no, you don't want to get a Legends figure wet. But this Namor, I have to say, I've liked Namor. I've been reading comics with him for a long time, but... I didn't expect to like this figure as much as I do, but the metallic green paint they used for the scales of his outfit, he really pops. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it. You know, I mean, it's nice to get a Namor not in his Speedo, first and foremost. <laughs> Wait, I'm sure we can custom a Speedo on him and like paint over, I can grind down his little collar and we can paint a Speedo on him. <laughs> or better yet, let's just make his legs bare and leave this whole V- thing oh, going on. It'd be like an old-timey wrestling outfit. Yeah. But no, you're right, Arnie. This is they did a really good job on these scales. You know what else is kind of interesting? Obviously, he's got Wolverine-like hair, but that face on him is unlike any other face I've seen in I don't know if this is a new head, but it, it's actually a rather handsome face on him, isn't it? A little bit of a John Stamos going on. I there. know. <laughs> God, I mean, this might be like the most attractive head on any Hasbro figure ever in the history of Hasbro. And he's a good looking guy. He has the Superman hair thing going on his forehead, first of all. Look at those dark sculpted eyebrows. He's got a steely gaze, you know. He kind of looks like Taylor Lautner. No, he does not look like the Lautner guy. Is that the Twilight guy? Yeah. The clean one or the dirty one? The one who did SNL. No, it's a great head sculpt and it's obviously unique. I mean, he's got the pointy ears and the pointy hair <laughs> the pointy eyebrows he's he's very pointy but yeah this collar piece is new too i've never seen this on anything else it's a nice little elvis popped up collar yeah i'm getting a real 50s vibe off of him with that jaw and that collar i'm sorry you said it was john stamos you know who it is it's johnny depp from crybaby oh yeah i can see that the little curly hair the popped collar the dark good looks it's johnny depp <laughs> Now, a lot of times I'll ding Hasbro for not matching paint and plastic, but I think they did a pretty good job here with the, the skin tone from, you know, his chest that's exposed to matching the, the tone on his face and arms, which is plastic. Pretty good. The chest's a little darker. You, I could see just a hint of the black coming through in a couple. But I'm, I'm digging the new pieces here. You know, this belt is a new piece. And it's actually not just wrapped around his waist. It's... Like a sculpted piece that is attached to the lower torso. Yeah, it's like part of that that entire buttocks and cod piece <laughs> area. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's painted gold. If you turn it to the side, you can see the top of it. Yeah, they painted the top gold. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Then we get his little winged ankles. Yeah, with the hair, the winged ankles, he kind of looks like, who is it? Hermes, the Greek god of speed. Well, those are like the same wings that Captain America has on his old vintage outfit on his head, though. You know, it's that kind of... Yes, they were designed around the same time. For an exclusive, we still pay 20 bucks, but we don't get a Build-A-Figure piece. But what we do get in this one is uh, an extra set of hands. Tom which... Cruise running hands. <laughs> 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 yeah, yep. he's going to be able to karate chop the air to go faster. Or the water. Yep. And hey, you know what? It actually makes sense here. I think these hands originated with Iron Fist, you know, where he's, you know, master of kung fu. So that's cool. But as a guy who's going to be swimming, this is a perfect swimming pose for a hand. Yes, you can use it to dive too. Yep. And pray that you're not going to run out of oxygen. <laughs> and then he comes with a BFS, big freaking spear. <laughs> <laughs> or staff. Yeah, or staff. 
I was initially, I took this out and I was so impressed. I'm like, wow, they made a, a brand new accessory just for Namor. And then I started looking at it a little more and like, no, this feels familiar. Why do I know this piece? Then it hit me. This came with the Allfather Build-A-Figure. Oh, yes. It just wasn't painted before. It was cast in like that bronzy, coppery plastic. All in all, I think this is a great figure. And if he costs just a little more for that accessory and the metallic paint, then that's why he's an exclusive. Kudos to them. I don't think you're going to have trouble finding this. Namor is a classic character, but not one that is often hard to find. And like we said, I can still find you an Agent Venom if you need. Yeah, don't don't freak out and start paying eBay prices for these things. You know, they, we started seeing them on eBay well over a month ago. They're starting to hit stores now. And once they hit stores, they'll continue to hit stores. And even once you think they're done, I, I remember after we had already found Daredevil and it was old news, it seemed like four months later, like stores started getting shipment after shipment of them. I'm like, well, okay, we got them. Stop sending them out. So, same thing is going to happen with Namor. The other thing I had luck finding, thanks to Marjorie's tenacity, you found the first, I found the second. The Toys R Us figure two packs are showing up. And there's- well, I laid the groundwork for you. I found them at a Toys, one of them at a Toys R Us in Chicago, and I asked a nice gentleman if he could tell me on my way home where I might find it, and he found them in Springfield, told me they're in the stock room. I got on the phone with Arnie, told him to, hey, go to Toys R Us, and Tell him you need these, and they're in the stockroom, and boom, he got them. Nice. There's only two of them. I thought there were more coming for some reason, but there's the Black Panther Agent 13 two-pack, and then the Cap Iron Man two-pack. Yeah, there may be more coming later, but for now, these are the only two that are showing up. I think I got lucky, because I walked into a Toys R Us on a last Thursday, I think it was, and they were just sitting there on the pegs, and... Maybe somebody came by and bought one or two of them, but it felt like there was way more of the Cap and Iron Man packs than the the Black Panther pack. They're evenly packed, so yeah, I think people are buying the Black Panther pack. That's the one you couldn't find. You found Mm -hmm. Cap and Iron Man. I did. I had to go have them pull from the stock room and pull out a case to get Black Panther and Agent 13. Uh, And at 20 bucks each, I, I picked up the Black Panther and Agent 13 pack and figured, you know, if the other one goes on clearance, eventually I'll I'll pick that pack of repaints up yeah and that's about it for stores most of my shopping's been online sales to astonish dorkside toys has had a ton of stuff go on sale recently i got shipping notice that my solid case of nick furies has come Ooh. and he is in stock ready to ship if you don't want eight of them you can get them just at regular msrp 21.99 a piece and they ship in 24 hours from Dorkside. And while they are pre-sold out on the X-Men Legends, those have started shipping as well. They do have that Spider-Man wave of Legends with Silk and Electro and some of those upcoming really cool figures. Plus, they're now my go-to spot for the Mezco 112 Collective. They've got Punisher, Daredevil, and Cap all up for pre-order. Very nice. And they're free domestic shipping, too. And no sales tax, at least when I live in Illinois here. So that's $80 shipped for those figures. Now, also, a pre-order that went live this week. Man, I came so close to spending money I didn't have. (laughs) I dodged a bullet. Hot Toys released a absolutely gorgeous deluxe edition quarter-scale movie masterpiece figure. And it's an Iron Man, and 
just between you and me, I mean, I trust your listeners won't tell anyone, I have really had a hankering for a quarter-scale hot toy ever since a friend of mine brought over his quarter-scale Boba Fett, and I've been thinking, I don't want all the quarter-scale, there's a lot of room, but maybe (laughs) one that's just the right one. And this is Iron Man, the deluxe version, comes on a display base that looks kind of like a gantry. It is an awesome, awesome base. So that base is doing double duty. You can kind of remove that upper platform if you don't want to display them on that and just have them sitting on the the floor or standing on the floor. Yes, you can have him sitting, too. He's highly articulated. (laughs) Yeah, there's lots of little cool details they snuck in here, like panels opening on his thighs and outer legs. It looks like light up features in there, too. Mm hmm. If it wasn't the Iron Man Mark 42, I would be $600 poorer right now. But they happen to pick, like, the one Iron Man armor that I just would never spend $600 on. Even the fact that they're including a car battery for him to carry around didn't (laughs) didn't change your mind. That's, like, half of the problem is tell me one cool thing the Mark 42 ever did. (laughs) When I think of the Mark 42, my iconic memory of it is being hit by a truck and falling apart. (laughs) It's the suit that Tony wasn't in. If this was a Mark 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 43, 44, I'd be $600 poorer. But they rolled the dice on, I wouldn't spend 600 on the House Party Protocol, and I wouldn't spend 600 on the Mark 42. If, if you were on the fence on this and teetering, I would, I would point this out to maybe knock you off back onto the side of sanity. It's, <laughs> it, it's a little weird that they have a number three on this base. It's a little off-putting. Yeah, I mean, they're really going for the Iron Man 3 tie-in. Yeah, it's just everything else is so movie accurate and from the universe that having that 3 on there just feels like, it's somebody's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Point, set, match. (laughs) Well, speaking of high-end figures, Justin, you are the Deadpool focus collector did you take a look at the Revoltech Deadpool? Oh, yeah. I'm, I ran the gamut of emotions with this thing because, man, it looks cool and it is so articulated. But then you start to see the little things that make it Revoltech. <laughs> <and laughs> that's where I start to get a little sad. Is it the joints? It's the joints, which, you know, sometimes I can overlook. You know, there's a lot of armor and padding here that make his knees a little easier to take. But there's poses where his elbow joints are just popping out in an unhuman fashion that just really, really bother me. Well, don't pose him that way. Well, and on top of that, (laughs) it's been pointed out that a lot of his accessories aren't usable with the sheaths. You know, his swords don't fit in the sheaths. It's you either have a sheath sword that goes on his back or you have an unsheathed sword. And it doesn't look like his holsters are actually functional holsters. So, uh, it. It's something that looks cool, but also makes me just hope and pray that Figuarts is coming out soon with one. Yeah, he is now pre-sold out at Big Bad Toy Store for $68. I passed on him as well, thinking we've got the Hot Toy 12-inch coming, and we've got the new Hasbro figure. I just felt like I could skip a $65 Revoltech. Especially since this style is so close to the Hasbro one coming out, too. If this was a movie-accurate one, I probably would have had to jump in, being that's the first movie accurate thing we'd be getting in this scale. 
Well, I do keep crossing my fingers. I talked to DeBeat over at Marvel Toy News, and I said, Figuarts needs to make a Deadpool, and he pointed out they don't usually do one-offs. They do series. So maybe for Deadpool 2, they'll do a Deadpool and Cable? Yeah, I mean, while that is true of what they do historically, it's also not like them not to chase something popular. True, and I mean, it's not like they haven't done one-offs. Marjorie has a Freddie Mercury here. It's not like they did the whole band. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no one really wants a Brian May action figure. <laughs> Speak for yourself, sister. <laughs> I'm going to get a smooth criminal Michael Jackson, though. <laughs> that one's awesome. <laughs> Not even being sarcastic. I love I, that figure. I know you can do the whole, like, lean dance. <laughs> and finally, on the far more affordable front, we finally have release details for Captain America Civil War. And Marjorie and I have been just like hemming and hawing when will this come out when will this come out because sebastian stan is at wizard world chicago and it's like would i get this in time to have him sign it and then his vip's all sold out i was like am i gonna kick myself no he comes out september 13th long after the con so i didn't have to worry that seems like a a little bit of a wait from theater to dvd no because guardians came out after August as well. We had the same thing when Guardians came out. I don't remember Age of Ultron, but I know Guardians came out in September. Winter Soldier came out on September 12th. Yeah, that's your birthday. Yeah, and we were in Vegas, and we went to a Walmart to get all of the variant slipcases for it. So this is about the same time. Now, the way I got Winter Soldier signed that year was the UK release date was earlier. Oh, I remember that mess. That was a good story. Yeah, maybe I'm just getting a little, you know, too antsy in this instant gratification world where it feels like, okay, yeah, I saw Deadpool in the theater a couple times, and then a month later, it's like, hey, here's the Blu-ray. But the UK people are only getting their Blu-ray on September 5th, 2016, so not as big of a bone this time. But hey, your instant gratification, you're a VOD guy, you're going to get it on September 2nd anyway. Yeah, until I find out, you know, a week later or the week before that the exclusive that it's going to come out with is way too cool to pass up and end up double dipping again well of course there will probably be a target exclusive as well as a best buy steel book but i like that the 3d blu-ray has like a red and blue package i wish they'd done that with the actual plastic case is somehow like dyed half of it red but the slip case is half red half blue and that kind of that's really cool though but i'm gonna think that it's you know part of the hd dvds <laughs> yeah, that framing's starting to remind me a little bit of like back in the day laser disc packaging where like you had the Criterion edition and they shrunk the actual artwork down to make their frame around it. Yep. But it is coming with some cool bonus features. We're going to have director's commentary, a two-part making of, deleted scenes, extended scenes, and a sneak peek of Doctor Strange. Only one month and three weeks before it hits theaters. (laughs) The sneak peek will be TV commercials that have been running for three weeks at that time. Yes. Well, finally this week, to close out, we want to thank our Podbean backers who are helping us keep the show growing and help our support staff get some reimbursements and getting us closer and closer to bringing back video podcasts. And one of the rewards we offer is you get an item to review. Well, our Podbean backer, Richard, wanted a review of the Fabrication Deadpool. Now, there's two different versions of this Deadpool. You got your regular red and black Deadpool, 
which I think is just the regular release. Mm-hmm. And then you get an X-Force gray and black Deadpool, which Target exclusive? Yes, I have both in my hand, and that one has a nice big only at Target sticker. And I picked up the red and black one, which is Fabrication 5 on Amazon, the number 28 X-Force version. We found it at Target. We did have to hit several Targets to find him, though. Yeah, we never found him at our Target at all. We had to find him in South St. Louis, actually. Now, before we review the fabrications, I just need to discuss a spiritual dilemma. To open or not to open? That is the question. I'm an opener of just about everything, right? But I've decided that with Funko Pops, I really love how they display in the box with the art. And so I love that I can take them out, photograph them, and put them back in, and they still look new. They don't tape the boxes or anything. But fabrications, they're zip-stripped into the box, and then there's little bands of tape and everything. Once you take this out, there is no putting it back. And I love how they look in the box so much that I have not yet opened either of these, even though I almost always open something for a review. Uh, The collector in me is screaming, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think I can pinpoint where this is coming from. If this box had a window Uh to it, you would definitely not open it. You'd be like, this stays in the box. But since it's already halfway open anyway... You feel like, well, might not just take it out. So I can see it both ways. I did open the fabrication Yoda, though, and he just lost something when he wasn't in the box with all the little diagrams behind him. And while they have weighted feet, they just don't, in my mind, look as well standing a whole bunch of little plushies without the box. They don't stand very well without the box. The other thing is, while there's articulation at the neck level, that's the only place they're articulated. So it's not like I'm going to pose him. And if I want to turn the head, I can do that in the box. (laughs) While we're on the topic of open or not open, you know, I gotten a few of these for Rory. She doesn't have a Deadpool, but I did get her a Harley Quinn. And she has a couple Harley Quinn pops, which oddly, she's opened the pop vinyls up and displayed those. She's never opened this one. This one has stayed in the box. So I don't know what it is about this packaging that just kind of makes you go against your better instincts on what you normally do. But the box is really glorious. I mean, they've got like foil stamping on it around the number. Well, all down the back too. Yeah, the whole stripe down the back with the number. And yeah, I just love the little, almost as like design drawings that talks about the flattening of the feet for stability. I really feel like this is what the toy designer drew and they just printed it all on the inside and outside of the box. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool touch. And those drawings themselves are actually almost cooler than the product itself. <laughs> <laughs> so I have not opened these and I just buy certain fabrications. I'm not all in. I didn't have to go out and buy these though. I already had them when Rich asked for the review. And I like these a lot, though. The little fuzziness of them, the swords. The swords are very plastic, and because there is no window to protect them, they bend real easy. The target one especially is really bent up where it hit the box. Uh. Yeah, so is the regular version, too. But it's okay. I mean, these are kind of cute. I will tell you that when I see the fabrications, I prefer the masked and non-human yes. characters much more to the human characters because the human characters freak me out. The faces remind me of 
like the newscaster from the Muppets. Yes, because they've got a funky nose. They've got like a weird, not a button nose, but like a blob of fabric nose. I do love how they're suede though, too. Yeah. Not sweeted, not like... No, they're not sweeted. They're suaded. I'm not making a fake Deadpool movie. Oh, that would be awesome. That Well, maybe we need to sweet a movie. Oh, I-, I bet you we could actually get Ryan Reynolds to play Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you'd like to take part in sweeting a movie with us at Comic-Con, let me know. And if you know Ryan Reynolds, please let me know. Uh, let me let me know, okay? Let's talk about this. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this. Is there any difference between the, the two versions, or is it just strictly different color fabric used to make them? Strictly the color of the fabric. The eyes are the exact same shape with the wonky small eye and the big eye. Pouches are in the exact same location. Swords appear to be the same size. So, yeah, he has swords. Again, it's not like this. the, the X-Force version has a sword and a gun or anything. It, it seems to be just color change. They both have little stubby... Like pouches on the head, you know, how Deadpool's has the little, I don't know what to call it, like the stocking cap floppy bit. Yeah, it's the reservoir tip. Oh, God. <laughs> I have a whole new view of his head now. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Sorry. So they're exactly the same. The drawings are different, though, or at least in different locations. And different colors. Hmm. It's kind of hard to review a fabrication, to be honest, because you're going to look at it and you're going to like it or you don't. You can't review the articulation. You can't review the likeness. You can't review the sculpt. It's a plush animal. (laughs) I like the Deadpool ones, though. I had no hesitation about buying them. My only hesitation is if I open. Yeah, that's one of those eternal questions. I'd say maybe open the regular red one and maybe get another one to keep, but keep the the exclusive one in the package, since they are exactly the same thing. Well, I actually accidentally have two of the Target ones already, so I could open one and keep <laughs> one. <laughs> but that was an accident, not exactly my intent, and these things are a little too expensive for me to buy one and keep one. The Red Fabrication Deadpool is on sale right now for $16 on Amazon, down from the MSRP of 20 is that the MSRP is 20 I always see these at like $15. 15 does seem to be the average, but a lot of them do say they're down from 20 but all are fulfilled by Amazon. I'm not really seeing too many sold by Amazon. Yeah, they could be causing it there on the price. Still, even 15's a little bit much for an extra fabrication. Couple interesting things, though. When I was photographing the bottom of the box, these are distributed in Japan by Hot Toys. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Underground Toys distributes them in Europe, and Icon Collectibles distributes them in Australia. But when I think of Hot Toys, I usually think of something a little bit nicer than fabrications. <laughs> well, they, they love the cutesy stuff in Japan, and this, this fills the bill. Yeah, so, I mean, I have the Rocket Raccoon fabrication, and I really like it. But, yeah, the Captain America one and some of those others, I'm not all in on these by any means. Uh, the human faces, and this is a line that while some are like, holy crap, that's really cute. Others are just kind of like, ah, I'm not going to buy that. Even the Iron Man. I mean, that's a mask, but I thought he just, he reminded me of a gimp with a pleather outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of like how sometimes the Build-A-Bears have those weird masks. Mm-hmm. But I had to have Corduroy Groot. Yeah, Corduroy Groot, I think, is might be the best one that they've got. And he was down to $4.30 as an add-on item from Amazon. Oh, nice. 
These are on super deep discounts a lot of places. I bought a ton for like 4 to $7 a piece last Christmas on Amazon. <laughs> now, I can agree with you guys. Like, it's not just because it's Deadpool and I'm a Deadpool fan, but I think this Deadpool is probably the best looking out of all of these. And you, like you said, Arnie, the human ones are just forget about it. Those are terrible. And then, you know, they run the gamut of okay to really cute. There's some other lines out there. There are other properties in this line that have some cute ones. Like they did Batman, right? If you've seen the the classic Batman, he's got a cute little little harump face going on with his, his cowl. Yeah, you're right. I kind of like his ticky jaw. Yeah. But yeah, it's just for a line that's supposed to be cutesy. I feel like they missed the mark on some of the, especially some of the movie versions of the Marvel properties they have going on. The Thor is just by far the biggest offender. <laughs> Thor, God of Offender. <laughs> well, Rich, thank you again for your support, and you can pick another item for July here. I hope you've enjoyed the review of The Fabrication Deadpool, and for Evan, another backer, next show we're going to be looking at the Jada Toys Black Widow. And it's hard to believe, but our next show, two weeks from today... We're going to be at San Diego Comic-Con at Preview Night, braving whatever lines we decide to go after. Are you ready, guys? Yeah, I love (laughs) Comic-Con. I'm ready. I'm always excited for it. What I'm not ready for is people who run the floor or people who run security at Hasbro's booth or people who are running Funko's booth not knowing what the rules are and telling everybody different things. And it always seems like whatever the rules are, we're the ones who end up getting screwed because we're trying to follow the rules of one person come to find out that, oh, no, the line started over there an hour ago. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm not looking forward to. So hopefully there's a little bit more preparedness going on this year. Well, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're going to be periscoping from the con. We're going to be posting lots of photos from Hasbro's booth and all over. We're going to be filming and doing video podcasts from the show again. So... Our next show won't actually be out two weeks from today because that's Comic-Con. It'll be out sometime that weekend, and then we will go from there. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what what everybody has in store for us, especially Hasbro. Like, it's been kind of quiet on the Hasbro front. Yeah, they've only released four Waves of Legends. Without really announcing them, though. So there's (laughs) something going on there, right? Like, I I feel like this is the, the year of Hasbro's Marvel Secrets. That could be interesting in the booth this year. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. 
You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Battle Cat. Sorry, I was gonna I was gonna be bothered if we couldn't come up with his name. Battle Cat was the He-Man one. The other one was, I think, like Panthro or something. Oh, the purple one. Yeah. Yes. Battle Cat was not flocked, but the Panther was. I'm glad it is well articulated because, you know, give me articulation before not. But <laughs> yeah, not not necessarily necessary. Let's cut all of that. I just completely <laughs> said the same thing four times. You wanted to make sure we understood, Justin. I thought you were going to say give me articulation or give me death. That's where I thought you were <laughs> that's, going That's to. where I was going and my brain said, don't say that. That's dumb. <laughs> And then Marjorie laughed, and I was like, what was I saying? (laughs) Something about being not necessarily necessary? (laughs) Now, this one actually makes sense. Just... Stupid Shaka. (laughs) I just don't see paying $5 for a couple inches of wood. (laughs) What do you usually pay? (laughs) You made him turn red. (laughs) I'd also like to point out these are $15, aren't you? Does that make it more tolerable for your few inches of wood i'm talking about the regular ones yes the giant man is fifteen (laughs) dollars we've established what you are sir now we're just bickering over price (laughs) you okay arnie yeah Uh. <laughs> I mean, Justin, you could get deep into pin mates. They've got. <laughs> I don't think you can do the talking area anymore. You're cut off. You're I done. That one. I don't think you can. I really don't think you can.
X-Force Deadpool, regular Deadpool, unmasked Deadpool. That's $15 for three little wooden Deadpools. Yeah, and those, you know, everybody has a little thing that they... I <laughs> 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 say everybody has a soft spot, but that doesn't... <laughs> That doesn't help either. No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. I guess I didn't need to rush. I guess I didn't need to rush. Damn it, Cosmo, stop falling. <laughs> it's just, maybe it's his bushy tail or his gun. Looks like the big air gun you buy from Think Geek that you just pull back the rubber thing. Yes. And it adds a big poof of air. It's a great toy because it's almost silent. No, it's loud as hell. That's why I got in trouble using it at Wells Fargo. Oh, is it? It's loud. It makes a thunderclap, but it hits you with this like burst of air that's harder than a Nerf. Yeah, it's awesome. But that's what we used to do disgusting things with one of those at, at my household. Oh, I can just see where that would go. I imagine yeah. boys farts. Let's see. Yep, send it across the room. Yep, and it works. So, <laughs> but no sooner than reports start showing up that f- people are finding the Walgreens exclusive Namor around their particular areas, I decided oh, it might be time to hit Walgreens, and I, I only had to go to two or three before finding a whole stack of them. So I, I was able to pick up a couple of those just the other day. I've been to six Walmarts in three different cities, four different cities. The problem is you need to be going to Walgreens. Uh, shut up, Justin. <laughs> I've been to a lot of Walmarts, too. My new job allows me to do toy runs all the time. Nice. Yeah. Where if you guys haven't seen Namor, I have yet to see Spider-Gwen. So maybe it's just the way they... They distribute things at certain times. Hey, Justin, I'll show you my spider, Gwen, if you show me your Namor. <laughs> my Namor is fully clothed this time rather than his Speedo self, so I think I'm getting the better end of that deal. <laughs> <laughs> my spider, Gwen, has a hood. <laughs> oh, Arnie. Arnie. <sighs> and it's peeled back. <laughs> oh, God, guys. <laughs> Just when you thought it couldn't get worse. Yeah. 